Hey there, horny listeners. We talk a lot about safety on this podcast, and that includes the importance of safe toys that are actually designed for sexual pleasure. Bunny Shop's carefully curated products are body safe and prioritize quality, aesthetics, and safety. Bunny Shop takes a boutique approach to shopping for adult toys, with a wide range from affordable gems to unique luxury items for all experience levels. What I like most about Bunny Shop is the approachability. They've created such a welcoming space, and none of it's dark, intimidating, or feels like it's gatekeeping. And if you like pink, they've got you covered. Bunny Shop also donates a percentage of all sales to a non-profit of your choice. Plus, they ship quickly and discreetly. Let go of your shyness and embrace your self-love journey with confidence. Save 20% off your order today when you use my code BIGTOP. Visit bunnyshop.com, that's B-U-N-N-Y-S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Spelt with two P's and an E at the end. Don't be shy, let your freak flag fly. Hi, my house may be on fire, but it's also uninsured. Welcome to the Big Top. Today, my guest is Muscle Bard, who you may have seen traipsing about the internet in nothing but a spandex siglet while he lifts weights with a very visible diaper. Needless to say, I was very eager to have him on the podcast to talk about bodybuilding, pamps pissing, and how we build self-confidence. If you get the opportunity, please rate and review. If you don't... I will know about it, and you may just receive a very strongly worded anonymous letter. Today the circus is in Herndon, Virginia, and I invite you to join me as we go under the big top. Also, I'm really interested in where Bard, where the Bard thing comes from. The Bard? Oh, well, so I'm actually a professional musician, pianist, singer, music director, and I work with several choirs in the D.C. area. In fact, this week I'm working with six separate ensembles. Damn! <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, is it going to be like, I was a bard in D&D? <laughs> no, no. no. Like, literally a bard. Whoa, that's awesome. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because all of my, like, seven bloody kink names are all just, they all just boil down to something stupid. And so I was like, oh, where does this come from? <laughs> Damn, that's cool. Okay, so I'm, I wanted to talk to you because I'm, you know, this whole thing is, I'm, I'm very interested in like the sort of out there stories when it comes to like how we learn to accept ourselves and realizing that I wasn't as alone as I, I thought. I really want to hear how kink started for you and like how that merged with bodybuilding and then became like a huge part of your online presence and then everything that's come from that. Like, how did it all begin? It, it definitely all began after I originally came out of the closet because I guess you could say I was just repressed in all things sexual up to that mm -hmm. point. There were a lot of things I had not yet admitted to myself and that all started with just stepping out of the closet around 2008-ish or so, maybe a little bit later than that. But then as I started exploring, you know, um, I entered what I call sort of a second adolescence where yep. <laughs> you, you just start sowing your seeds and you figure out, oh, this is great. I love this. Um, just uh, meeting guys and playing around. Um, and then eventually you, you start to settle down a bit and then you branch out. So things kind of stay interesting for you. So after coming out and moving to the D.C. area, I, you know, started meeting folks. Um, and my first real exposure to any sort of kink was with a uh, BDSM leather family mm -hmm. uh, that I met at the old Eagle one night. And I uh, was just absolutely intrigued. I found one of them on scruff and they said yeah just come on out and you know um just meet us and when i got there i was i saw them and, and i was just so very nervous because they are just these slabs of muscle and testosterone and it's just like oh. and just, at this point are you no 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 okay no, no. okay um i had started losing weight um at some point back in 2008 and i'm still trying to figure out how how all of that works and you know i'm no i was no stranger to the gym by that point but i'm not any i wasn't anywhere where i am right now right. yeah with some yo-yoing along the way but yeah i saw i saw this group of guys there and i, I walk up to them and introduce myself and um after getting to know them a little bit i'm like yeah yeah i think i can i can get into this uh this whole 
this whole leather lifestyle. Uh, so I get to know them uh, after some years, you know, um, we've kind of moved on our own separate ways. We're still friends, but yeah, they introduced me to the whole leather lifestyle with pup play and obedience and bondage. And that was just, that was just hitting all the right buttons at that mm -hmm. that, that um, uh, and it just, I have a lot of really good memories associated with that. Um, and just more than dip, dipping the toe into the pool, so to speak, but rather jumping into the deep end. <laughs> kind of going zero to a hundred. Absolutely. And um, as I as I start finding this kink identity of mine, I'm just branching out to more folks and then um, just trying to learn from them, uh, you know, like. Uh, picking up little things here like ooh, i like uh i like being tied up this way or oh i really enjoy uh this particular aspect of pup play and like uh maybe pup plugs aren't for me yet or things like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um yet yet uh, <laughs> i'm still working on that one but eventually around 2016 i started uh my tumblr um yep which is trying to make a comeback. We'll see about that. Uh, if they're ever going to pick up their their uh, former mm, following. Nah. But you know, my Tumblr is where I started posting my diaper pictures. That's okay, hang on. So far, you you you're on this natural progression, and I see how all the the dots are joining. And then suddenly, we're we're diving into diapers, and I'm always fascinated by how ABDL happens for people. So wait, how old are you at this point that this is all? Because most people that I talked to about ABDL got into it way earlier than like I did. So had these gears turned for you at all before, or was it like just a whole brand new world, and then you just kept going and going? I think the seed was always there mm -hmm. yeah um i don't have the story of you know going into my little brother's nursery and nicking diapers yeah from, yeah have that story yeah me um, neither. but i i look back at certain things i'm like oh that makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah oh there it was yeah yes um like tidy whities your classic white briefs you know uh -huh. i um i would just put them on and put another one on and another one on until it was just this big layer around yeah. me it just felt it felt kind of like a diaper i'm like okay that could be related to it uh -huh. and then there's like the one scene from empire strikes back after luke gets knocked off his tauntaun uh, after being attacked by the wampa and he's in the back to tank and he's floating in there in what looks like a big diaper and i, I must have worn out that vhs going back so many times <laughs> just to see that scene of him floating in a diaper in the back to tank so i've never even considered like i'm i'm even trying to remember the scene and i'm like wait did it really I, yeah i guess I hadn't even thought about it though. Yeah, it's much more poofy than just a pair of briefs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so was it the diaper itself that really kind of grabbed you, the visual uh, of it and the feel and Yes. I kind of had a, I guess it was a rediscovery around 2015 or so. Um, I came across something on the internet and I, it was a very, very private thing at first because, you know, mm -hmm. diapers, it's taboo. I can't be thought of, you know, being a diaper wearer. Totally. Um, but I saw something online that just sort of rekindled it for me. And I ended up joining uh, diaperboys.com and spending <laughs> it that way. I met a guy who put me in my first diaper. I think it was like a, a Tana diaper. Um, and it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I'm like, oh, gosh, I got to keep ordering these. And, and just it just kind of grows and grows from there. Not just the diaper. but yep. <laughs> And it swells and it sags. Yes, yes. Yes, um, which is all part of the appeal. I just start... Um, buying different diapers and discovering different aspects of myself. It's like, oh, I don't really want to wear prints. You know, that's not mm -hmm. sort of the diaper person that I am. And, you know, a few years later, I'm wearing many more prints. And it's yeah. like, oh, I don't want to wear, you know, onesies and things like that. Now I have a whole drawer full of onesies. <laughs> this is just like, all of these, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember being like, yeah, onesies, that's not for me. Print diapers, no, that's not for me. Oh, sucking on dummies. No, no, I'm not going to do any of that. And now here I am, like, deep in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And all the while, you know, I'm still, you know, going through my gym fitness journey as well, trying to figure out how to do things correctly. And I've always kind of touted, you know, like a diaper bodybuilder type thing. But uh -huh. it hasn't been until these, like, past couple of years where I feel, like, really super confident um, with 
presenting myself as a diaper bodybuilder um before i could i guess you could just say like the diaper thick gym goer type yeah. guy. yeah, yeah. Um, but now i'm feeling super super comfortable and really i'm leaning into this dichotomy of this big macho bodybuilder who really wears and pees his diapers at right the gym. yeah that sort of thing and uh it's just it's been so much fun and i love sharing that with folks and bringing that to folks attention yeah i was gonna say because your your twitter is so alive with like every time you post there's like this glimmer of joy of like yeah i'm posting this and everyone gets to see this and like you can tell how much like exciting it is for you to do it as well and that definite visual dichotomy of like big strong guy but he pisses his pants which mm -hmm. i think is there's so many different versions of that that people like you know the, something that people think is very like i guess i don't know stereotypically masculine or manly or adult and then something that is so like I don't know, childish or embarrassing and like marrying those is really, really fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, it really creates this whole humiliating aspect, yes. but very endearing in a way, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cute. It's sweet. Mm -hmm. Okay, so muscles in general, how did that like come about and what is it without the without the diapers because uh, explain it to me like i'm stupid because i for me it's like i i don't really the physical attraction thing for me is kind of like not really there so i'm mm -hmm. like i'm always fascinated in what it was was it like something you saw and you were like yeah that's it yeah that i can definitely trace back all the way to childhood it's like i can i you know i'm walking around like the jc penny or the macy's or something like that and i see like the racks of um men's underwear and you know the the uh -huh. box is like i want to be like that but i'm not because i'm a big boy i'm very husky i've got a little little extra for the loving here mm -hmm. that will never be me but that interest has always been there um and yeah just i just really enjoy this the must uh the the size of it the um the striations, the vascularity of it all. Uh -huh. It's just, um, gosh, it's its very artistic to me, really. And I just, and as an artist, because I mentioned that I'm a bard, yep. you know, I, I, I want to be the Renaissance man. I want to do a little bit of everything. Uh -huh. So, yeah. And, you know, just going through high school, even not knowing that I was uh, gay at that point, it's just like, man. Wish I could be like those guys, you know, I see in the magazines and things like that. Um, and I couldn't put my finger on it, but I always, always, always have loved muscle. Is the muscle, like, is the building, is it very much in the kink realm for you? Or is it, because when you talk about art, like, it really is, you know how to pose. And every single photo is really, like, there's clearly a lot of thought behind it as well. Mm -hmm yes it is definitely a kink for me but it's mm -hmm. not just a kink yep for me. um but yeah i i'm very very turned on by muscle worship uh worshiping another guy having others worship me really just appreciating you know um the shape of the bicep burying your nose in a nice pit or something mm -hmm. like that really sort of feeling the wideness of your your lat uh, all of that it, it's yeah it's its own kink and um exhibitionism definitely plays into um into that kink i don't think i've ever met a bodybuilder that isn't an exhibitionist yes right right you, you <laughs> kind of have to be <laughs> to stand in your yeah in your speedo and mm -hmm. and do it but is it more would you say that because I assume also kind of like personal attention and examination is kind of like a big part of that, like worshipping. Is it more that you want that feeling of that being done to you? Like, or is it just both ways? Well, it's kind of the, the deal where you know what you like, so mm -hmm. you're going to do your best to emulate that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, totally. I'm really also kind of interested in what this coming out experience was like for you, because you kind of said it hadn't even really 
clicked? At what point did it kind of click and then this started this like sort of spiral of self-discovery? I suppose when I started posting things on Tumblr, like um, because I was getting feedback all of a sudden mm-hmm. for what I was doing. And people really just appreciate, oh, you look so cute in your diapers right there. It's like, oh, nice bicep. And it's just <laughs> like, oh, this feels really good. And all the chemicals start going off yeah. in your breath. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, I guess, yeah, around 2015, 2016, right around when I started my Tumblr, before switching over to my Twitter, um, yeah, I, that's when I started um, just really leaning into into all of that and showing my face and letting um, folks know that it's okay to be your best kinky self um, oh, yeah. with within um, all of the safe guidelines. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's um, I, I think that's the thing that most that I most enjoy seeing is like yeah i'm doing me and you can do it too like it's fine it's cool and i i'm very i feel like we all conform at some point in our lives especially earlier on we're all like okay well i want to fit in this box i want to please this person i want to be this thing and that moment where you kind of get to go oh actually being me is pretty cool and i can decide to be me and that can be fine and then the crazier thing to me is when you start to get that like people saying oh Wow, I seeing you really helped me, mm-hmm. which is such a kind of, I don't know, it 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 just adds a layer of validation. Like, mm-hmm. was it that you that that moment happened for you, and then it kind of gave you, I don't know, a bit of a boost to push further, or was there this moment you had earlier where you were kind of like, I I've I've realized this thing about myself, and I know who I want to be, and I'm gonna start breaking that mold. Um, it probably wasn't like a single aha moment, mm-hmm. um, sort of a eureka, but rather a, a progression over time. Uh, but when I saw people, it was having a positive effect on people just knowing that they can be themselves because I too am just being myself. That's really, that really started making it all worth it to me right there. Um, so yeah, like I still get. I, I frequently get messages saying, hey, you have given me the confidence to actually go out and uh, and actually be myself. But then I have to remind myself, like, that's not actually me. I'm just putting myself out there. It's you that's actually finding the confidence within yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. I showed you was that I can be myself and you can be yourself as well. Yeah. But yeah. how awesome is that, that that's all that it takes? I mean, when we see people succeed at just being themselves, then it makes it okay for us. And it's like, yeah, I wish there had, I'd seen more of that. And that had, that had been, I don't know, more accessible because the people I saw being themselves growing up, I did not want to be like those people, you know? And what they kind of displayed as like the options for life. I was like, oh fuck, that just, that looks so miserable. And as soon as I you know, found Tumblr, I was like, wait, there's a whole <laughs> new world. Right. But that's one of the hardest lessons to learn, isn't it? Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Accepting that, like, what I thought was the worst part of me as well, and being like, oh, actually, that's not going anywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. And maybe it's okay. Um, okay. I'm going to pee really, really quickly. So let's take a quick break. Okay. I'm just going to use my diaper. <laughs> Ugh, lucky. Um, <laughs> he says with a closet full of Mega Maxes that I don't know. I haven't felt little in ages. Like, I've been busy being a daddy, and I've just been like, you can be both. You can be the diaper to daddy. I know. I, I've leaned into that as well. The diaper daddy? Yeah. Yeah, that is really fun. Mm-hmm. Come on, kiddo. Yeah. Help dad change his pamper, yeah. Yeah. Hey, kiddo. Dad has to wear his pants. That means no excuses for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, now I kind of want to put my pamper on. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And it wouldn't be the first time I've done it on <laughs> on air. <laughs> um, uh, it's just such a hassle. Okay, I'm gonna pee. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so I changed my mind. <laughs> I felt left out, and I realized that if I didn't do it, I would hear about it on the Twitter as soon as the episode comes yeah. out. Uh, I also had the window wide open. Mm-hmm. 
and started fluffing it and then looked outside and was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to shut this. For those listening, Mufflestoder is wearing a black Mega Max and I'm sitting here in a blue Mega Max. Because <laughs> I'm a cool kid. Yeah. Although my blue one is getting shades of yellow in it. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a pretty whack tape job. You're just gaining experience points until you level up into that diaper daddy. <laughs> until I unlock diaper dad level. Okay, I'll tell you what, though, no, this is actually not that bad. It's more that I'm way better at padding kiddos than I am myself mm -hmm. because. Like, I learned to do it on others before doing it on myself. Oh, yes. And then, uh, pee pee time. There you go. <laughs> you can do it good for you. Yeah. I, it took me a really long time to get used to peeing, mm -hmm. like in general. And then, at first, it really helped to actually like have someone cuddle me, which kind of fed into my whole embarrassment and humiliation thing. Like, oh, he needs a cuddle to pee. And then it kind of, yeah, just became more and more and more natural. I used to do this thing where I'd be like, okay, nobody talk. Shh, I'm going to pee. I'd have this like intense pee face. And it kind of grew from there, so to speak. Uh-huh. Kind yeah. of swelled from there. <laughs> and th the thing is, they don't necessarily have to be for pure fetish. I mean, they are incredibly practical if you're if you're a regular um, game player, a video game yes. player. Yes, yes. Twitch or something like that. Seriously. You don't want to take a break. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go right here, right now. Even just going out. Like, mm -hmm. I could wait and use the disgusting bathroom that everyone's using, or I could just keep having a conversation with you. Mm -hmm. Pee myself. Yeah. And it's it's warm. And it feels good. And yeah. it's squishy. It is very <laughs> Um, And, of course, you know, there's the... Um, they can also be used as scene extenders for BDSM scenes and things like that. Um, so you don't have to um, untie somebody so they yeah. go to the restroom. They can just kind of hang up there and you can just watch that that nice white pamp above you kind of just swell and grow and turn kind of yellow up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good... Uh, mm. The visual of it, like, swelling and getting rounder and slowly getting yellow is... It, it just there's so much about it that carries over to so many other things. Like yeah, if you're, if you're a, um, an inflation fetishist, I totally. Mean, yes, absolutely. And, uh, for your, your, your clown play oh my definitely God. plays into that. Huge, huge. Yeah. It was the first thing that I got into from clowns because I was like, well, that's humiliating as all hell. Like that's the kind of thing a clown would wear. That's the kind of thing that like, if I was made to wear or someone made me wear, like would be super humiliating and then just spiral. Mm -hmm. Just shove a big old banana down the back of it. And... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the gears are turning now. Totally. And all the puppies wear them as well. Cause yep. it just makes pup play. Like the whole idea of being kind of like a dog who can't hold his wee, you know, mm -hmm. and then you'll see, you know, puppies lifting their legs up at the bar and just having a good old piss. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Or like, uh, or when I'm at the gym, oh my gosh, they are so practical. I can just continue with my lips. You know, I'm working on a really hard set and I've got that one rep. Wait, so you were telling me about being in the gym and, and being pampered. Have you ever been at like, have you ever felt like somebody could tell? Oh yeah, sure. I'm not shy about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll just straight up change into my diaper after my workout. I'll, I'll just, people just assume that, oh, he needs them. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I'm not like, hey, look at me changing. I'm just, no, I'm just putting myself into my diaper. That's all. Um, I usually wear a Mega Max or something like that to the uh -huh. gym. Um, I mean, I love things like crinkles and uh, and peekaboos, but when I'm at the gym, like it's it's like a proper workout diaper. I mean, yeah. and if I'm, you know, going to proselytize the ways of the diaper to other bodybuilders, then, you know, this uh, a Mega Max is a good entryway. <laughs> Where did the confidence to just change your diaper in the changing room and not even... Where does that ha come from? Um, there are folks out there who are, are actually incontinent and actually need their diapers and yep. and would, li would like, and they do live normal lives. Um, and, you know, they have to, they have to 
uh, take care of themselves out in public and in the locker room. I mean, it's not a, um, it's not sort of like a public space where, you know, um, where you folks don't consent to seeing you. It's kind of accept, uh, accepted that in a locker yeah. room, you're going to see, you're going to see other folks naked and right. there. And you just assume, oh, he wears a diaper. That must be his underwear. He must need them mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, um, I, while I may not be truly incontinent, um, they are my underwear. They are my preferred underwear. Yes, I do wear thongs, uh, speedos, jocks, and other things like this, but uh, it's never that long before I feel a call to be back in my pants. Um, so yeah, I just treat it like they are my underwear because they are. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Because I also imagine that if I were an incontinent person, I would actually appreciate a little bit of that as well. Like, oh, he's being himself and it's not embarrassing and it's fine. Because mm -hmm. also it's a locker room. If you don't want to see it, don't look. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not, it's, yeah. That's fun, though. I was, th like, trying to imagine, like, a, a, that Mega Max swelling while you're doing reps and it oh, just, yeah. like, being visible through your shorts, but... Oh, yeah. You know I wear my singlets and things like that. And right. They, they show under the spandex. <laughs> spandex is great for that. It sure is. I mean... It's so nice and shiny and round and stretchy. Mm -hmm. I like the way it stretches. That, that for me, is the thing. Like, stretching over anything, stretching over a belly, stretching over a diaper, stretching over, a, you know, whatever it is. I like things that do that, I think, more than anything. So mm -hmm. something like spandex, which is so much easier than bloody rubber or leather to look after, mm -hmm. I... Should have more spandex in my life, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, I can always give you links for that. I think I would appreciate that. Yeah. I think I'm <laughs> going to go on a spandex spending spree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Careful, it, it racks up. Yeah, I know. Uh, it all does, though. I just I just bought a new clown wig. I just bought a new clown wig for sex. <laughs> I'm hearing myself speak. Hang on, I've got the perfect thing. I got this new wig, and then once I get it on, we're just going to go to clown town here. Oh yeah. Oh, love life. <laughs> Do you have a little side? Because you came at it from a, an angle that I think a lot of people who come from it at the more kind of aesthetic feeling angle, that it's slowly sort of snowballs but have you developed that kind of like i don't know headspace or, or escapism in that um yes when i'm at home usually mm -hmm. by myself um i uh and i'm spending some private time with me and my diaper and whatever side, <laughs> i do tend to slip in a little bit of a headspace and i start you know just kind of you know kind of put on my little voice and i just feel so cute in my little diapers and Aww. i just, and, and yeah i i i definitely have a little side to me one of my friends liked to um oh <laughs> he just he pronounces my name in a very particular way uh that just kind of in a teasing way but it's kind mm -hmm. of perfect for my, yep. my my little side yep yep i can hear it mm -hmm. Aww. That's adorable, kiddo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I feel like little space. Well, I kind of think it's the same thing. Like, it's the same thing that we do. We just dress up differently because to me, like, pup space is so similar and, like, clown space is definitely so similar. And mm -hmm. anything that's kind of like, I was in therapy today and I, like, made a realization that, like, so much, again, it's that thing of seeing where it was before. So much of my life and just how I do things is. I want to be a kid. I, I just, in the sense of I don't want responsibility, I don't want anyone to bother me, I don't want anyone to talk to me, and I don't want to do any errands or chores. And so I, like, will just not do any of those things. I'll just do what I want to do or play my video games, whatever. And then adult brain comes on, and adult brain does everything all at once so that I can have more kids' time. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of realized that that's where that manifests for Certainly. me. Certainly. There's a bit of escapism to it. Totally, yeah. Totally. And that's like all the adults that I saw growing up, I was like, well, your life seems stressful and horrible and miserable. I don't want to be anything like you. I want to just have fun all the time. 
I don't want to have responsibility. And it just kind of informed so much of how I behave towards stuff. And then when like real life happens, my adult kicks in and my adult's like, yep, fine, we can sort this all out so that I can kind of go back to just uh, do what I want. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, gosh, I just wish more people could tap into that for themselves. Yeah. Honestly, I think like sometimes I look at people and I'm like, you really are just missing out. Like you don't get it. Right. And that's kind of sad. Right. And it doesn't have to be ABDL diaper play, you know. It oh, no way. way. You just to turn off and, you know, just allow you to relax and, you know, I mean, not be an adult, so to speak, but, um, but, you know, just let somebody else take care of it for you. Or you're just not worrying about. Yeah. Wor- worrying about. Just not be, yeah. Just not be anything for a bit. Just yeah. like, just switch off because as well, like I know people who are so, I know my partner's kind of like this. He's, he's, he's so turned on all the time. He's, working and then he's going to do these errands and then he's going to meet this person. And I'm like, no, no. Like I, uh, that is all too exhausting. Once I've like my, if my free time is no longer free, it's not free time anymore. And I, no one's invading it, you know? Right. And I guess today I just kind of realized it was like kid brain. (laughs) Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Personally I am with my with my jobs as a as a musician i have a lot of responsibilities with the organizations mm-hmm. that i work with um and yeah it's just constantly go 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 for me most of the time but when i come home it's like boom diaper on usually my diapers on throughout the day oh that's great yeah yeah i go through phases like i'll really enjoy it for a while and then like i said i was busy being daddy and when i'm when i feel like daddy that to me is still like playtime that to me is still kid brain because it's like i'm playing dress up i'm being daddy and i'm giving you the experience of like no worries you don't have to think about anything you don't have to do anything i'm going to do it for you i'm going to hold your hand i'm going to feed you i'm going to look after you i'm mm-hmm. going to change your diaper do you like to play with that other side of it as well um to be a daddy certainly yeah, yeah. Um, I've got somebody who reached out to me in my area who is kind of just kind of now getting used to the idea that they might be into ABDL. And I, I said, I would love to help you yeah. get in. Um, I will treat you safely. I will act with consent. Right. I will make sure that uh, it's just going to be you and me and a perfectly safe space to explore this. And I just want to make sure that it's a completely positive thing from a caretaker perspective. Hell yeah. That is so awesome. Uh, okay. Are they a bit younger as well? Uh, I would say they're in their 30s. Okay. Because yeah. I know someone who is a bit younger than me, and I just felt that way even more. Because they're, they're a bit, I mean, they're a bit like me, really. They're kind of omni-kink. But I really want to give them like a good experience and like let them explore the things they want to explore, but also just lay down some basic, like, yeah, but let's, this is how, this is how safe things should be. This is how, like, this is how people should treat you. And, and don't, I just remember being that age and being like, Oh, this is all fine. Right. (sighs) Yeah. And I think it's kind of sad that there is almost like a, not only are we kind of not like not taught these things, these things aren't talked about when we're younger, but also you kind of have to hope that the person who you trust to show you this stuff is a trustworthy and reliable person. And there's also kind of like a lost generation of people who should be around who aren't because. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Because the, uh, yeah, because of the whole uh, AJ, the AIDS epidemic back during the AIDS early 90s yeah that's just a general case throughout the whole gay community yeah yeah and it's so sad because when it comes to like kink was the thing that really that i felt really was kind of like my coming out was was my pride my like that's the thing where i was like oh no this is part of me this is part of my identity this is something i i care about this is a flag i want to wave mm-hmm. um because the uh, sexual identity stuff hadn't really sort of like clicked for me but but kink really did because I I knew I was kinky before I knew what sex was. You know, I mm-hmm. I was kinky since day one. So it's crazy to me that there's 
there's so much further to go in terms of like how we can educate people and show them and bring them into this world because a lot of the time people are playing with things that are like let's face it kind of dangerous i mean like breath play yeah it's 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 very upsetting how many people have to say you know things on twitter constantly just like please guys don't do breath play alone blah blah blah, blah. like because we don't know and we're ashamed most of the time and so we you know sort of tentatively try these things alone right. which is why diapers are great because that's that's a really easy one to do alone yeah oh yes it is um but yeah uh, speaking of disclaimers though yeah i i still do put disclaimers up from time to time hey guys this is my diaper but you know this is me acting as an adult doing things for myself and with other consenting adults from time to time this does not involve kids this does not involve oh animals God. this is say yeah. uh we are safely doing this yeah this is completely consensual activity wow um, that's something that i feel like i constantly need to say because of the taboo that can be attached to abdl um but just once again, the kink in general. Yeah. No, completely. It's like, oh, anything that is remotely unheard of or anything that someone can lump into the category of fetish or, you know, sex freakism <laughs> or, mm -hmm. so, you know, some other completely like ill informed language where it's just like that assumption shouldn't be the case. That, mm -hmm. like, we should have a little bit more awareness of how these things work. And also, like, the number of people. It was um, actually Diaper Dynamo. Mm -hmm. and did a video where he went through uh airport security and he asked the guy like how many times uh you know do you do you pat people down and they're wearing diapers and he was like all the time and he was like well there you have it like everyone who is so afraid to go through airport security because they're padded the number of people regardless of what reason they're wearing that there are that we just don't really yeah we don't talk about it mm -hmm. And it's way more common than you think. It's way more normal than we should treat it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And now we just got to do the same for clowns. Go through airport security and like TSA agent. Hey, how many clowns do you pat down through here? All the time. All, <laughs> All the, time. the time. You don't even know. We pull it down and <laughs> there's just a honker there. <laughs> Actually, you say that I like my last trip to Berlin. I I go I go through everything. Everything's totally fine. And it's as I arrive, I'm I'm like exiting the airport, and I just make eye contact with the like border control guy, and they give me a random search, mm -hmm. and I was like, no, here we go. I've been mentally preparing myself for this. So first he starts pulling out my, well, I, I have multiple passports. He starts pulling out my passports and immediately they're kind of like, what are you, a spy? What's going on here? So they start fishing through my bag. And first they pull out my clown nose and they're like, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, uh -huh. there's another one. They're like, oh, okay. And then there's like my clown gloves and then there's my clown wig and then there's my pup hood and then there's my diapers and then there's my dummy. And it just kept going. And there was like a rookie kind of guy and the older guy just looked at him and, was, and sort of, Turns to him and is like, yeah, 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 we know what this is about. Okay, cool. You're heading to Folsom. <laughs> I know I'm not the weirdest thing they've seen mm -hmm. by a mile. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They've seen it all and then some. So they're probably doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're probably all diapered. Yeah. Assume everyone's diapered from now on. They have, yeah. They have long hours. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, actually, I've got a friend who uh, he is like a trucker. And so being padded just lets him he can just drive no brakes oh yeah that seems like a dream job for mm -hmm. for like, a lot of kiddos like this uh, yeah back in july i drove out to summer camp from dc to chicago that's about a 10-hour drive um, whoa and, you drove yeah uh damn no pants no pants, <laughs> no pants at all no pants. just pants and a shirt that's baller yeah. that's pretty metal I did have to stop to re um, for gas, but I mean, there were no bathroom breaks, which was really nice. And you just filled up in your pamp? Yep, sure did. Kind of just did the whole uh, get your butt out of the seat just so you can get the back of that diaper. Yeah, yeah. Get your diaper yoga in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
you know, because diapers are expensive. Make use of that real estate. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad every time I use them. It's expensive. It's bad for the environment. And I always feel like a bit of an imposter because I came into it so late. Mm -hmm. And I'm still like, my pee technique, so, uh, come leaps and bounds. Come leaps and bounds. But I used to leak immediately because I would just go all at the front. I'm still a flutter. It's hard for me to control. Yes, same. That like little drip action. How do you mm -hmm. do that? What is that, Kegels? How do you do that? Mm. I'm just like, it's a garden hose and it wants to be a garden hose. Let yeah. Be a garden hose. I know I'm a garden hose at heart. <laughs> well, I started doing that thing where I put the stuffers over the like leak guards to kind of act as like yeah. double double guards and that seems to be working for me so if i can sort of get that foolproof mm -hmm. i'm going to a costume party and i'm really considering being padded i so lost my train of thought because now all i can think about is pampers and how good they feel mm -hmm. <laughs> i've turned into such a diaper boy and that was just so not me it used to be like i swear it used to be a turn off really oh yeah i was like no nope, not my thing that's like actively like ugh, no and I just got sucked down the rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of us have this thing where it's like you can, the right person can just sort of worm their way into your brain and bring you into their kink. Mm -hmm. I've, I've actually got a friend who is really into doing that. Like he likes to do things, get get people to places where they end up doing something that they don't like and associating it with something like, which I kind of love. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are, there are some folks that have sort of the it factor. You don't know what it is, but they have it, and they use it to yes. bring you. Yes, that's how I got into spanking. I never, ever thought I'd ever want to be like, nope, nope, nope. I'm a total, like, pain pussy. And now he fucking beats me up every time I see it. <laughs> and I love it. And then he put a shot collar on me. And I was like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. He's like, oh, okay, you don't have to. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Now now I want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, so I guess I kind of wanted to segue into, I guess this was just my sort of brain ticking from um, this guy. <laughs> There's this thing resurfaced on Twitter. Someone, Someone's like dumb bad take where they basically were like, they posted this thing and it was like them and their body and like great whatever but then they were really bitter that they weren't getting the attention that they wanted from posting the picture you know like they their insecurity kind of clearly took over and they were like if i had a dad bod you guys would have gone crazy for this that's all people want these days blah, 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 blah. twitter just doesn't appreciate muscular bodies anymore and it just you know just this sort of like i roll yawn like what and it just got me thinking about how like body image and pressure is so maximized online and it's kind of crazy how it doesn't matter what you look like it will negatively impact you if you even begin down that like mental journey and i don't know i i guess i wanted to ask what kind of your experience was with posting yourself and how you kind of measure that and balance it um well i don't necessarily post for the likes but you know having a few likes does feel good i post to help build my confidence in myself uh, and it's just me stepping out of my box and practicing this confidence and showing the world who I am. It, you know, it doesn't have to be with tons of muscles. It doesn't have to be a dad bod. It doesn't have to be a chub if you're into that. It doesn't have to be a twink if you're into that. It's just practice your confidence and, you know, be proud of who you are. It's not going to happen overnight. It takes daily practice to con um, constantly just be proud of who you are. Mm. And it's just <laughs> kind of like that. Um, Kind of that, like that Dr. Seuss book, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Mm -hmm. You know, just just remember that there's no other you than you, right? Totally. Yeah, and yeah, practice being you, just like anything else. Yeah, it takes constant practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
yeah practicing confidence i think the best advice i ever got was uh that like the only way to get confident is to be confident you have to practice just just doing it right and and then slowly you, it you become okay with yourself and then that kind of happens but i i mean i got that advice at a time in my life where i was training as a dancer and like i look back on how i looked then and i'm like i had no idea what i looked like mm -hmm. i was so wrapped up in just being insecure and wanting to be something for someone else and letting that go was like night and day that switch in my brain where it's like oh actually i can just enjoy feeling good and being myself and if i want that to feel a certain way or be a certain thing then that's great and likes are always great like i mean that is literal you know uh chemical you know that th that is dopamine in the brain like that's 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 fine it's not it's not um it's not shallow to like to say you enjoy but yeah i just i saw that thing and i was like oh for fuck's sake that's so sad and like yeah especially for someone who sees it as i've got to do this thing i've got to do this thing to impress people and it's like do you know what you would probably actually have exactly the effect you want if you were just doing it for you and doing it for yourself and putting that kind of positivity out there which you phrased so much better than my brain can, can wrap around it's late here I've had a it's long. practice just like the coffee. <laughs> i have to practice talking <laughs> just like words and like things and stuff uh, uh okay well it's sort of getting to about that time so um i always have like just a yay moment at the end what i i always give every guest gets homework which is just come up with something positive to, to end on what's the what's today's yay today's yay is um my spandex order came in yay, yay! <laughs> i got a singlet i got these these fun joggers and this tank top and a couple of thongs so i'm super happy about that Hell yeah. Okay, I want to ask if you have, like, stripy singlets. I do have stripy singlets. You do? Like circus style? Uh, like old old strongman circus style, yeah, I do. I wore one yesterday to the gym. You did? No did. way. Yeah. Okay, I'll cool. I'll have to check those out. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what? Actually, that and like a nice handlebar mustache. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a that that's a look I can really get behind. Yeah. I know a guy down in Virginia Beach who was really into that. What uh, the 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 handlebar mustache with the with the large triangular weights and the hup, oh, hup, oh hell and yeah. The, yes. Yes. Is it must mustard art? That's him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny, uh, because I hadn't even seen any of his stuff online um but my little is like in a group chat or something like a discord group with him and so they he was in the uk and they met and he was like oh look blah, blah, blah. like went for coffee with my friend showed mm -hmm. me a picture of them and i was like oh, okay then i went on twitter and i found this guy who's doing like circus stuff in a, a way i'd never really seen before and i it took me a while to realize they were the same person <laughs> yeah no, yeah, he really, he does that well. Okay, so my yay is just going to be Halloween. <laughs> it's, I should have done, my yay should have been Halloween uh, last week already, but um, but Halloween is the best time of year. It's my favorite time of year. It always has been. And it's the one day of the year where you can wear whatever the fuck kind of kinky gear you want and no one can say shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm, yeah, Halloween is just my absolute favorite. And I was considering going padded to this Halloween party because a costume party is a great opportunity to rock that out surreptitiously or not. But I feel like I'm getting there. Like one day I'll be brave enough to do it. But this time, this time I'm I went with the with the old rubber and and pup, which yeah. Practice that confidence. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Oh, where can people find you online? By the way. 
So on Twitter, you can find me at MuscleBard. Awesome. And uh, as always on Twitter, I am at tstota. And what am I on Instagram? Uh, the underscore muckle underscore stota. Uh, I see you like casually. Are you always casually flexing? No, I'm just this big. <laughs> You're just that much of an absolute this is Jesus Christ. Your bicep is like the size of my head. Ugh, I can't even fit on the screen. Oh, this. <laughs> Such a big baby, can't even fit on the screen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's sucking his thumb, little guy. <laughs> I can practically smell that pamper from here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Keep practicing that confidence. Wait, how did you say it? You said it better than me. My words left me again. I got baby brain. Just practice a little bit of confidence every day. Don't Doesn't have to be in diapers, doesn't have to be in kink gear. Just practice being you and being proud of yourself for being you. Practice that every day and every week. Tune back in to the big top. <laughs>